Good morning. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to Money Talk. It might not be morning for you. It's morning for me. Seven o'clock in the morning. Beautiful April day. But I got the fire going. I got a coffee because it's still a little chilly. So grab yourself a cup of joe. We're going to have a quick chat about savings. It's not that sexy, but it's a good idea. So do you guys remember those peanut butter jars, those craft peanut butter jars that were shaped in the shape of the craft peanut butter bear? They still exist and they're awesome. And I had one. I still have it. And I keep it in my laundry room and I put all my extra change that I find in the dryer, which is my revenue for doing the laundry. And I put it in there. And years ago, I was saving for a trip to Hawaii, which I still have not been to. I heard it's nice. And I labeled the peanut butter jar Hula Mula. Yeah, pretty catchy. And I was actually making some headway, filling it up with my coins. It was very funny because halfway through, my brother, who is hilarious, I see a rolled up note in it. And because the jar wasn't very full and I unravel it and it says less hula, more mula. It's quite funny. But one week, my husband actually did something that he rarely does. He pissed me off because he dumped out my coin jar. He violated the bear. And I had amassed about $57 in that bear. I can't get too upset because we needed the pennies because we were having this fish race. We have fish races where we make tracks out of eavesdropping and we race goldfish. So we needed money to bet on the fish races. So I couldn't get mad at him. I also can't get mad at him because he's basically perfect and the nicest guy. So I forgave him, but I was still upset because he violated the jar. He opened it and spoiled my fun. I really enjoyed watching it increase. Savings was bringing enjoyment. It had become a game. It was easy and it was fun. And that's the way it should be. People just don't save anymore. Back in the 1980s, Canadians were saving on average 18% of their net income. How many people are putting 18% of their pay away? In the 90s, it dropped to 10%. And today the savings rate is below zero. Why aren't we saving anymore? I think it's because the last invention in North America was cheap money. And it's convinced us that we can rely on credit. Want to go on a trip? Throw it on the line. Want a car? Throw it on the line. Pay 3%, 4%. You don't need an emergency fund three months of your expenses if you can just zip onto your line. So people do ask me, they want to start savings and and they'll ask me, or they used to ask me, what is the best way to start saving? And my answer echoes that Nike mantra, just do it. So many people end up in analysis paralysis and they just don't start. They get so overwhelmed. They're like, oh, I'll do it another time. You know, and it is overwhelming. You become bogged down with a lot of investment choices that you may not even understand. Should I use a TFSA, mutual funds, GIC? Should I put it in an RSP or not? 
My father used to say to me, because I am the ultimate procrastinator, I'm seeing a lot of ready, aim, aim going on. And with savings, it really has to be ready, aim, fire. So you have to stop talking about it and do it. And it's never too late. I remember a woman walking into my office. She must have been late 60s. Single woman. And she hadn't saved much at all. And she started that day. And I swear over 10 years, she had a lot of money. She had done it. She just kept doing it. So instead of sitting there saying, which product should I use? I need to set up a time with my advisor. Just start. Like don't fall into the trap of not saving because you don't have the amount people tell you you should put away. The rule of thumb out there is around 10% of your net income. That's probably what you should be stocking away. But if you don't have 10%, don't just not do it. If you have only 1%, put it in. And you can increase the amount later. So to, And the thing to do is take the money right off the top, automate it. Take that money off before it gets into your greasy little hands and ends up at Tim Hortons. Don't let you get a handle on it first. I promise you won't even feel it. The other day I discovered a stock portfolio that I set up years ago and I set up a pre-authorized $100 a month. It was a couple years ago. I completely forgot about it and now it's over $4,000 and I didn't even feel it and I didn't even touch it. And don't worry about where to invest it. Just put it in savings for now. A monthly deposit to an online savings account might be good if it's not easily accessible. So don't put it in checking, put it in savings so you don't dip into it as easily. Then make an appointment with an advisor and set goals and, and set your strategy up. But don't fall into that analysis paralysis. Oh, I, I don't think I can do it because I don't even understand. And you want to start today, especially if you're young. The power of compounding is pretty incredible. Like if you forego that daily avocado toast, yes, I mentioned it, millennials, or the daily latte. When I go get a coffee downtown, now it's $5. And it's $5 to watch a barista take a half an hour to put a face of a dog on my coffee. Just give me the coffee. God, it takes so long. So tired of watching them self-actualize in front of me. Like if I make this design in the latte, I'm not really just serving coffee for a living. I'm a barista. Just give me the coffee. The $5 a day going out with your buds. Probably if you go for lunch, oh my gosh, 10 or 20. That's $100 a month you could be investing. If you just brought a sandwich or made a coffee at home. If you obtain a rate of return of 5% and you're like in your 30s, you'll have around $131,000 by the time you retire just because you make your own coffee and take a bologna sandwich to work. And you can even wait until you're 40 to do the same thing, but you only have 67,000. That's the power of compounding. You want to get that snowball at the top, top, top of the hill, not near the bottom. So the higher up the hill you start, AKA the younger you start, the faster that snowball is going to grow. 
And you know, it's hard because you're saving for something that's going to happen 40 years from now. I mean, poor millennials, you don't even know if we're gonna have a planet 40 years from now. That's why you're buying your avocado toasts because you're like, screw it. We're not even gonna be here. I always say I'm not getting close to my grandchildren, even though they're gonna be so cute with their little gills. So it might not jazz you up to think about savings. I'm lucky, my husband's a teacher. They forced him to save 18% of his paycheck. So he's my pension plan. It's got to keep him happy. But what you want to do is put it away. Maybe practice on shorter term savings goals that are going to rev your engine. Get positive about it. A a sabbatical in Australia or your first home or or a, a new car. Make it a little bit more real so it's something that you can really see progress. Set short goals that you can realize. It sounds like the weight loss thing, right? That first 10 pounds to give you motivation. And it doesn't have to involve feelings of deprivation. Every time you forego that coffee, you say, hey, I just put this amount. Instead of I didn't get a coffee, you say, I just put another $5 towards my new camper van. My new cappuccino maker that I'm going to make my own coffees at home with. Someone even talked about a condom for your wallet. So you put it on your credit card holder and it's a picture of what you're saving for. And so every time you go to pull that card out, you're like, hey, wait, do I want this coffee? Or do I want to go to Puna Cana next winter? Woohoo! So you put a positive spin on it so you're not depriving yourself by making the, you know, I have to make my coffee at home and you get all Eeyore about it. No, you're excited. You're creating something. So today's little money talk is basically just do it. Just do it. Start today. Do it now, today. $10 a month. $10 a week. Let's do, let's do $20 a week. You can do it. 